Welcome to Down the Alley. This is PMAC. And Ted, T.S. Spreeze. Just T.S. I'll just go by T.S. now. T.S. now? Just T.S. Now, I think everybody that listens knows who T.S. is. You're T.S. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, if anybody wants to know where that came from, uh, watch the movie Mall Rats. I haven't seen it before. Uh, it is a mid-90s, maybe early 90s movie. It's a Kevin Smith movie. Okay. Jane Silent Bob, you know, that whole thing. Uh, are you familiar with them? I wasn't born yet. Yeah, Sorry. Okay. Um, anyway, they made, you know, Clerks and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Mall Rats. And they had like, I don't know, they kind of had a cult following. But uh, it was actually filmed, that movie was filmed at the Eden Prairie Mall before it got remodeled. So like, it used to have like a food court. You'd go like downstairs into the food court. Okay. It was just it was just like such a weird mall, but like that movie was filmed there. Okay. So like it, you know, kind of popular in Minnesota because like you know we would be like, oh, I've been there before. Yeah. But uh, but one of the characters in the movie is named T.S. I don't know what it stands for, but they, that's what they call him. So my buddy in high school would always call me T.S. And I was like, why do you call me that? And he's like, oh, it's for mall rats. I'm like, oh yeah. Like, so anyway, there that's you go. Where that comes from. All right. Uh, um, we're coming. Uh, coming to everybody with a random rant. Um, I kind of came into the facility today looking looking to rant about something, and uh, this kind of popped in my mind. Um, you know, entrepreneurship. We you know we try to talk about business on this podcast a decent amount, and uh, it actually kind of came up during a Thanksgiving dinner with me. Um, so I wanted to ask you, and I'll tell you what I talked about with my family at, over Thanksgiving, but. Uh, you know, when, when did you think you were, you know, maybe an entrepreneur? Um, and then, you know, when did you become one and make that first step? I guess the official, I don't know, time that I, I felt like, like an entrepreneur or felt like it was in my path. Um, and, and we talked about it a little bit on the, the previous podcast that when you interviewed me, but yeah. it was like, I was kind of, I graduated college, you know, I had a lot of ideas, but I, I, I got a job. I started working. Yeah. Um, my first job out of college, I worked there for two years. It was, it was a good, a good job. I, a lot of learned a ton there, but yeah. I knew I wasn't going to be there forever. Had an opportunity to kind of work with a startup and like a sports business thing. Uh, so I just kind of, I just quit and just, did that and it like it failed after maybe nine months and then I didn't have a job started working for my dad at his firm um but like that's kind of when I was like oh like I guess I'm okay with like risk and yeah being able to like just jump in and and try a startup and like the failure was like kind of crappy but I like got over it yeah and then once I then I got it I was working for my dad for about a year and I was like I don't know if I want to keep working at the architecture firm. I'm not an architect. So I was yeah. kind of doing some marketing and business development stuff, just like helping out as much as I could. Got it. Like another job at caribou kind of where we had talked about, but then again, after like a year, I was like, ah, this, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. So that's when, when I started the business. So I think there's always been that itch to like do my own thing. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of have, and, and the, the, that kind of, I guess, where I'm going with this is it kind of made me reflect back 
to when I was younger. And I yeah. was like, were you a lemonade stand guy? Were you, you know, a host, you know, I actually like, I didn't think I was, but I, I was, I was a sports car. I was obsessed with hockey carts. Yeah. And like, I, I had the Beckett and I would like look up prices and I'd go and try to find the special cards and like I'd go to card shows. So were you trading, selling? I never really got into like selling and buying. Like I, I, like I thought I wanted to, like yeah. I wanted to, but I, I wasn't quite at the point where I was going to like, like as a 12 year old start slinging sports cards. Yeah. But like I would go to the shows and like, were you more just like collecting them? Collecting. Yeah, yeah. But like I was interested in like the worth of a sports card. Sure. And then I remember a lot of times, like, let's say I had like, um, you know, a, a CD player, like a Discman or something like that. And I wanted a new one. And my parents would be like, no, like that one works. They're not just going to buy me stuff. Yeah. And I would be like, all right, well, do I have a friend I could like sell this to who needs one? Yeah. And then I would maybe have some of the money to go like go to my parents and be like, hey, well, I'll go 50-50 on this or sure. something. Like, sure. I was always thinking about like, what could I sell? And not in like just to sell, but like to maybe upgrade what I had or like find a way to make money to finance the next thing that I wanted to do. Yeah. So like in little ways like that, I think I always like kind of liked that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just, just a after like, again, like kind of hopping around a couple jobs being like it, I really like the fact of, you know, it's, it's on, it's on me. When, when you run your own business, it's kind of like there's pressure to perform and there's pressure to obviously like, you know, if you don't make sales, you're not going to get a paycheck kind yep. of thing. But, yep. you know, if, if I have an idea that I want to pursue, I can, I can do that. I feel like I'm born for entrepreneurship is yeah. the fact that I, I'm, I want to be allowed to create my own art and like be okay with whether it works or doesn't work. Like yeah. it, it's irrelevant whether it's a win or a loss, but the, the ability to have a blank canvas and do it and not have to get permission from somebody to right. do it, you know? Um, so you have that, to go through HR to, you know, yeah. and, and again, that's, a... you know, that there's, that there's pros and cons to that. And I think, you know, big businesses and corporations have processes for a reason because they've worked and, you know, they don't want, every, like if you have a 200 person company and everybody had a new idea, yeah. like you just can't let everybody do whatever they want. Like right. you have to follow the system. And um, yeah, so I think, I guess that's kind of, I didn't really have like a set moment where I was like, yes, this is it. But I think I've had these traits sure. of like, this is probably a better situation for me most of the time than yeah. maybe working at like in a, in a job. Do you, do you see yourself ever starting another business, not lacrosse related? 100%. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Any passions that, that you might play off of? Like, yeah. I, I don't know if it's art or music or, um, yeah, I don't even know. I, mean, like, I have so like every day. I feel like I have an idea of something I yeah. want to do, and like I have to kind of tell myself like, would you want that to be? Would you want that to be your business? Because coaching lacrosse is really really fun, but sometimes when you're doing it for a business, there's yeah. not fun parts of it. Versus, hundred percent, like you know whatever we've we've talked about that before, but um, I think you know my wife and I always talk about like having a coffee shop. Because yeah. we both love coffee and we like community and, like, we have little kids where it'd be cool to have a place. Like, one of the ideas we've always had is, like, a coffee shop that has, like, a play play area 
that's adjacent to it. With, yeah, okay. like, with like, you know, certified or licensed like supervisors or like someone who's like a licensed daycare person or like, yeah. you know, understands like how to run a place like that. So you can bring your kids, so like have a cup I, of coffee with a friend or you know, with like telecommuting and yeah. remote work being so much popular now, yeah. more popular, like people sometimes need to go to a coffee shop to meet or have a, you know, phone call or whatever. But they, if they have kids too, you might, you might not necessarily need to like put your kids in daycare, but you need two hours to like, have a conference call or something yeah. you could go to this coffee shop get great coffee um you know do your meeting or whatever but then your kids could be like in a like almost like a play area yeah um, interesting so that's one thing yeah um, we've talked about like the south of the river needs a good pizza place it does it really you know, does carboni's is is good good not great um you know it, some would say it's a chain franchise i, I like it yeah, I it's like it football too. pizza. Yeah, it's... Uh, but like there isn't like a like a world renowned place. There's no pizza that's in the eights. There there might be some yeah. sevens. There's some sixes. There's certainly places in Minneapolis that people from the south of the river will would travel to. Surly's one of my favorites. Yeah, and like I'm sure there's like a handful yeah. of them. You know, yeah. in, in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah. There's not any place that someone from up there would come down to the South Metro. I, that I know I, of. I'd anyway. have to agree. I, not that I know of either. So that that's always an idea. Um, and then, you know, I I really love creative, like creative process and marketing and and copywriting and that kind of thing. So I I could see myself in the future, maybe being like a freelance creative, like a marketer, or like mm. a c- c- marketing consultant or something like that. Um, you know, yeah, I always have a million ideas. Yeah. You know, if, if money were no factor, yeah. like let's say I, I won the lottery and I just needed something to do, yeah. I would own a guitar store. Okay. okay. But like that, that's a, a tough business and it's, um, you know, just with, again, with like brick and mortar stores now right. becoming harder to keep up and whatever. And like, you don't move inventory with, you know, guitar. And I don't think like, musical instruments are as popular as they once were like kids are in other things now are people do people collect them oh yeah yeah but again like that population is aging a little bit okay but like yeah there's like collector guitars that you know from the 60s and the 50s and the 70s that you know could could go for hundreds of thousands of dollars if they're the right you know the right one and um and i'm super into like vintage gear um, just cause that's kind of the style of music I like. So like, again, if I like, if all I had to do was like break even or like I could take a loss on it or yeah. whatever, like and you tax the, right and off. I could just go hang out there and just sit there all, you know, all week and yeah. maybe sell a couple guitars, but just get to collect them and play them. Yeah. That's probably what I would do. Very interesting. Um, this kind of, this whole topic of entrepreneurship kind of sparked from, uh, a conversation, I guess. Most recently, it's always on my mind, but most recently Thanksgiving lunch, um, you know, we were, I was, uh, I was a, you know, lemonade stand guy, you know, we did, yeah. we did that. We did, li- you know, little things like that all the time. But then in high school, um, the Minnesota state high school hockey tournament, we would grind it out in the long lines and get tickets and we'd like cheat the lines and like double up and get like as many tickets as we could. And we would, you know, go outside, sell them, nice. sling them do that for a couple of the big games and would pay for my whole weekend and I could go shopping and, uh, the, expo yeah, the expo. Yeah. That's what I was. I couldn't think of the name. 
with the expo and and everything and um i think so i think that was one of my signs i guess you could say of you know entrepreneurship or just kind of grinding it out and yeah and then and then in the lacrosse business i was always running camps and stuff before before 36 so it's just yeah i mean i think like the key indicator of like anyone being an entrepreneur i mean there's certainly a ton of factors in being successful but like if if you're if you want something and you're willing to create a solution that salt like hey i want a hundred bucks to go spend at the hockey expo yeah and you're like all right you know just getting it handed to me is not an option yeah my parents were not going to give me money and 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 in my case it was like oh i want a new cd player or whatever it was back when like and and you're willing to take time to sit and think about like what's a process i could go through to somehow get the money to get what i want yeah um, I mean, that's really the art of running a business is like, you're solving a problem, you know, you're, you're, you're creating something, you know, a series of activities that allow you to make money doing it, but generally you're solving a problem. Like in your case, you know, you were getting in line, waiting in line and then scalping the tickets Yeah. because like, it's easier to buy scalp tickets and wait in the line. Correct. Or if. Wait, no. Once they sell out, they sell out, and you're you're not. And then I'm selling them for yeah, yep. Selling them for double, triple. In maybe going and watching the game, so like you know, then it becomes a supply and demand, just a very simple thing there. But like, even if it didn't sell out, if you're just like saving people a half hour by just buying it at the door versus having to go in and wait in line, right? You know, you're you're solving a problem, and like that's convenience is the number one thing people pay for. That's what people pay a premium for. Right. There's a reason why people fly first class or, you know, go to the health club or whatever. It's all convenience based. It's McDonald's is is a real estate business based on convenience. Yeah. And that that's something that I learned when I was in um, when I was in college. One of the professors who were I one of the better ones that I like really resonated with. He was like, you know, what what business is McDonald's? And people like the food business. He's like, no, like you want a really great burger, you're not going to go to McDonald's. Right. You just, but they're always available and you need them. Yep. And it's like, okay, so like, it's just a completely different way of thinking. And, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to like, when you do like look back and go, oh, I've had those little tendencies of like being an entrepreneur or even just like coming up with creative ideas. Um, you can kind of look back and, you start to see those things a little bit. Yeah. To spin off this convenience thing, if someone wants to start a business, is that basically what you need to, should that be the focus convenience? It's one thing. I think it's one of the things that I think in history has worked. Like if you can save people time and energy, like it's going to, it's, it's more often than not going to work. As long as it's as long as it's not a headache to get to that convenience, like there's a reason why smartphones became popular. It's like okay, now I have all the stuff I need in one place. Yep. And you know, like a lot of people have been talking about, like in the tech world, have talked about how like Google Home and Alexa and whatever, all those like voice yeah. things, like that's like the next wave because. Being able to say, "Hey Alexa, you know, order me a pizza," and it will know what what your favorite pizza is, and it sends it to you. Yeah, it's like already there. Like 
that's faster than, than you typing it in typing it in your phone yeah. like when when typing something in a phone that you have in your pocket becomes too tedious like it's funny to think that that like you used to actually have to like look up the phone number for the pizza place like in the phone book call them call them get it yeah. get on hold get on hold like order the pizza like rip out the you, coupon and then it's like oh now you can just use an app and just pay for it yeah but now that might be too much work but it's like it always becomes there's always like a little bit fast like if you can save someone one second then they might go with that yeah. route or yeah. whatever so convenient you know giving someone convenience Time is always a problem. Yeah. Like, time is scarce. You can't get your time back. So that's always a problem you could solve. But I think I think to take a step back, like, if you want to start a business, you have to solve some of these problems. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap up this entrepreneur rant. I'm sure we'll get into a couple other rants and, uh, you know, very soon. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. One more time.